0: I love it's april sky certified spiritual life coach for moms self-connection specialist and your host to the wake up mama podcast the most raw and awakening podcast for moms that will guide you through the many many ways in which you may unearth your magic and uniqueness in this world okay i think most would agree with me that the world feels heavy And professionally speaking, one of the worst things that we could do right now as a whole is to stop taking care of ourselves and forget what it is that we need daily to just feel human. If you need help feeling better and more connected to both yourself and others and are ready to do that like right freaking now, I have a gift for you, meaning it's totally free. Head over to It's Me April Sky on Instagram and click the link in my bio or click the link in the show notes. Ooh, and let's not forget how sharing is caring. So be sure if you love this episode, take a screenshot of it, upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me, the Wake Up Mama podcast, or it's me, April Sky. and you never know whose day you're going to make when they also find this episode. Love you. Episode 26. Here we are. Okay. So I want to start mixing these up. As you know, you know, this podcast is dedicated towards all, you know, the magical, the practical, the millions of different ways that we can connect to ourselves deeper because it's through self-connection that everything else is possible, our purpose, our, you know, flourishing in our relationships, our parenting, making more money, etc. And I want to start delivering that message in different ways. So we do our interviews where we bring on our guest expert speakers, which has been phenomenal. And then it's really the solo casts that I want to start mixing up. I want to start incorporating some guided meditations. I want to start mixing up the lengths of the episode. For example, today's I'm going to keep on the shorter side, and it's going to be something that I am teaching, something practical and tangible that you can take and you can start applying immediately as soon as you're done listening. And then, of course, you know, the episodes that are more storytelling or life updates. So please, please, please message me um, when there's episodes that you're like, I just, I really like the style of that, or I loved, you know, how you delivered that. And, you know, I'd love to hear more of this or maybe try out this idea. Okay. This podcast is for all of you. So please, please, please message me with what you want more of. Also, we have some fun stuff coming out soon. I'll be sharing updates and links when they are ready. Mantra mugs. So a few years ago, I tried these out, hated the big time like production production company that made them. So now I am going with a mom-owned business. So it's a human that I'm speaking to. And she is actually taking and she is taking my Wake Up Mama podcast logo, putting it on one side of the mug, and on the other side, there's going to be an amazing mantra. So as you wake up and you listen to your podcast every week, you're going to have your favorite new mantra mug to sip on while you feel inspiration. So if you follow me at It's Me April Sky or um, you follow the podcast Instagram page, I am actually going to be sharing the mantras that you can go vote on, depending on when you're listening to this episode. You may be listening to this later when it's already done, but exciting things coming. And then those were, of course, be of for sale. We're going to do a bunch of giveaways. So watch for that stuff soon. Today's episode is actually going to be about love languages. I was just sitting with my husband like five minutes ago and we were just soaking up, enjoying each other's love language. Our number one is both um physical touch. And it's Friday. It is Friday while I'm recording this. Friday is ruled by Venus. So we oftentimes think that we like Friday so much because, you know, it's the end of the quote work week or the average work week. Well, a lot of that is because it's ruled, you know, by love. And it's a great time to go on date nights or do acts of self love. Um, We just everyone feels a little bit happier, a little bit giddier on Fridays. And so we were hanging out kind of having like a day date because we're um, not going to be together tonight. He's going to a birthday party and I'm staying home with my little munchkin. And I was like, you know, Love languages have become such a big part of our lives. I want to do a little mini episode about it. And so that's what we're going to do. For those of you that have never heard of love languages, we're going to go over the basic five. And for those of you that have heard of love languages, I'm going to give you some new ideas of how you can start incorporating them into your lives and reminding you of why they are so important. It's not just like this you know, fluffy thing that... You read about and you're like, meh, and you cast it to the side. Love languages are actually really important for both yourself and your loved ones. So, to start off this episode, we're going to go over the five different love languages. Now, there's a quiz that you can take online. I will add the link in the show notes so you can go take the quiz, figure out which one, you know, is your top one, maybe your number two also. Um, Or when you're hearing these, you might just know right off the bat, like, that is how I feel loved. And before I read into these, know that sometimes how we feel love and how we show love may be two different things, but they are equally important to know. It's very, very, very crucial to know in life for both yourself and your loved ones to know how you feel love and how you show love. So let's read through these. I have them pulled up on my phone. So the first one, let's see here. Words of affirmation. Love language number one, words of affirmation. So, this is when someone, now, this is um, if we're talking about how you feel love, this is when someone is like singing your praises and you get a shout out on social media or someone writes you a love letter or they tell you, you know, physically, just verbally with their words, how much they appreciate you and the unique, amazing qualities that you have. Okay. So, that's words of affirmation. Love language number two acts of service. So basically this can be like someone coming and doing your laundry, dropping off a coffee, sending you, well, flowers might be more gifts, but you know, that could still be an act of service. Um, you know, coming and opening the door for you, um, making dinner, you know, things that are an actual gesture or an act of service. Love language number three, gifts. I mean, that's, you know, kind of explains itself. So getting gifts, um, whether it's like I said earlier, someone sending you flowers, chocolates, um, mailing you, you know, a nice little surprise. My son's like love language is definitely gifts. Um, and so oftentimes he has like a little point system chart that we do, especially when we travel. And he loves to cash it in at the gift stores and he you know buys little things that are usually related to bugs because you know my son, he's obsessed with bugs. But um yeah, he just he loves gifts. And it's funny because growing up, I feel like that's generally shamed out of people because it's like, oh well no, that's shallow and that's selfish. It's like, well, no, some people literally feel the most love when they are receiving gifts, when they know that someone thought of them and you know they got them something physical that they can hold. So that is love language number three, gifts. Love language number four, quality time. And so that's when you're literally just spending time with someone, whether, you know, um, if this is how you feel loved, maybe your partner is going with you to the grocery store or, you know, you have your kids with you just snuggled up on the couch. Um, you go away on a weekend trip, you, you know, fly somewhere, whatever that looks like. Just quality time is physical presence of the other person with you. Um, and of course, you know, maybe staying off your phones and actually interacting. Um, and then love language number five, physical touch. I feel like this is a lot of males is number one. Um, physical touch, I mean, it's exactly how it sounds. Like when you're literally being touched, whether it's sexual, whether it's just, you know, um, snuggling, um, a facial, a massage, a pedicure, a manicure, um, a butt slap, hand holding, all of that, that is all physical touch. So to go through them quickly one more time, we have words of affirmation acts of service, gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, once you've decided how you feel love, sometimes it's really neat, not sometimes, I feel like it's honestly equally important to recognize how you show love. Because oftentimes I have seen couples getting frustrated with each other because they feel like they're showing their other, you know, their significant other love, yet their significant other is not feeling the love. And it's because there's that disconnect where it's like, okay, but this is how I show love. Like, I am showing you love right now, yet the other party feels love in a different way. So for example, um, if you have, and I'm going to use real life examples from my life, and I'm not going to name who they are. Say you have a person, this is not my husband, this is You know, friends and family, I'm thinking of right now. There's someone who, um, how they show love is acts of service. So constantly going out and like mowing the yard and de weeding and cleaning and cooking and doing all of that. Yet the other person feels love through uh, words of affirmation. And so let's call it person one who's showing love through acts of service, you know, is doing this constantly. And feeling like it's not really being appreciated. And then person two, who feels love through words of affirmation is also getting frustrated. They're like, I just, I don't feel loved at all. I don't feel like this person appreciates me, sees me, loves me, etc." It's literally just that slight disconnect. So if person one and person two could just have, you know, sit down and have a conversation and discover how they feel love and how they show love, you can start to match those up. Um, Because it's not like it's one of those situations where it's like, well, this is how I show love and that can't change. Like, of course, if you know how you show love, (laughs) sorry if this is getting a little bit confusing. Um, If how you show love and how your person feels loved are two different things. Say how you show love is physical touch, yet your person feels love through gifts, learn to have a compromise there. Like, you know, still, of course, unless there's someone who hates being touched, which would... Oh, that would be hard for me because I'm a very handsy person with my husband. Um, Say how you show love is physical touch, yet how your partner feels loved is gifts. Again, just have a compromise with that, you know, like still, you know, exercise, you know, the handsiness so long as they're comfortable with it, and make a point to, you know, maybe weekly, monthly, whatever it is, to get them a little gift. It doesn't have to be like a diamond bracelet or something extreme. You know, it can be something handmade or something small. You'd be shocked. People who have the love language of gifts, um, oftentimes it's the smallest thing that can just make their day the brightest. And so it just starts with having a conversation, yet What I invite you to do first, and most importantly, is to figure out how you feel love and how you show love. So figure out yourself first, okay? It's really hard to, you know, this old saying, pour from an empty cup, it's really difficult to help your partner or your children learn something when you haven't necessarily figured it out or mastered it yourself. So start with you. You're your first subject. Figure out how you feel love and how you show love. Like I said, I'll add the little quiz in the show notes, or you can just kind of like think back to different scenarios. And then once you have that figured out really well, um, if you have a partner, then navigate that and learn, you know, how your partner feels loved and how your partner shows love. And then see if there's any disconnect and where you can start compromising so you feel, you know, more connected in that sense. And I just realized I have not turned my phone on silent, so I should probably do that. That's nice. Um and then start to do the same thing with your kids. It's really important to navigate that. Like I was just um arguing with someone who shall not be named, uh, because they were making it feel like, you know, I was spoiling Jamin with, um, these little gifts, especially when we travel. I was like, no, you don't understand. Jamin's love language is gifts. So he feels very motivated with positive reinforcement because that is a big part of my parenting is positive reinforcement. Jamin doesn't do well with public shaming or negative stuff. Most kids don't. And, um, explaining that he is so motivated and driven and feels so loved when he is able to, you know, cash in some of these points to go get little gifts and just different things here. It's not that we are spoiling him. It is that we are aware of one of the ways that he feels the most loved and we are, you know, catering to it. And now I'm losing my train of thought. But, and if you don't have a partner, this is still priceless information like we are you know the person that we are with most in this life so knowing how you love and how you show love to your friends your family your kiddos is very very important and very beautiful and another point that i'm going to get to before i wrap this one up so again i can keep it on the shorter side like i had promised What we have been practicing in our household, because love languages has been something that I've been very into for a long time. It's one of the things that I teach with my students, and it's just, it's an important component. Um, What we have started utilizing lately is we all know our primary, my primary love language is physical touch, my husband's primary physical, crap, my husband's primary uh, love language is physical touch as well, and then my son's primary love language is gifts. So we know that physical touch, physical touch and gifts. However, what I've been noticing lately is that pending on the week or pending on the season of life you're in, there's going to be a secondary that also plays a role. So what we've been doing lately, and I need to like make a little thing on our fridge so it's a little more concrete, is we just check in with each other every week. Like, okay, how do you need to feel loved this week? Um, And so that way, like when I ask my husband that and I ask my son that, I know where I need to kind of pull a little bit extra from depending on what they're going through. Like if it's a tough week or it's a big week in business or, you know, it's just one of those times where we just need a little bit of extra snuggle. And um, it has been so, so helpful. Like lately, I have just been really craving quality time. And so rather than being like, oh, I'm just being clingy and I'm just being codependent, being like, no, that's just the love language that I'm really leaning into right now. And so Torrin is, you know, showing up for that and respecting it. And in the same side, he, um, just shared with me, he's really feeling acts of service lately. So I've been really big on making more dinners, cleaning up the house more, um, you know, doing some of the things that I don't do as naturally and as easily because that is how he feels loved right now. And so again, it's simpler concepts, yet it's The more simple concepts in life that seem to make the most different difference. And we overlook them because it's like, oh no, that's too simple. It's yeah, but when you actually apply it and utilize it, you start to see really big movements. And so try this out. You know, go discover what your primary love language is. Go discover how you show love. And once you have figured that out, share it with your partner, share it with a loved one, share it with your children and kind of figure out, you know, the dynamic of your household. And if it's just you at home, that's beautiful and that's amazing. Again, this is so powerful and important to know for yourself as well. So, anyway, there it is. <laughs> I'm so I'm such a long-form content person that I could just keep talking and talking and talking, but I'm not going to do that. So, on that note, Keep watching my stories on It's Me April Sky on Instagram or the Wake Up Mama podcast. I'm going to be sharing more about the mantra mugs so we can get these going. I'm going to get some giveaways started for reviews on the podcast, shares on the podcast. Please, 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 if you find an episode that just really spoke to your soul and you know someone else needs to hear, screenshot it. Tag either It's Me April Sky or the Wake Up Mama podcast. Share it on your stories. It makes such a beautiful, huge difference.